Okay, we're holding Be'ezus Hashem, Shabbos Daf Memhei Omen Aleph, Top of the Daf, first word. Says the Gemara like the Hachi Nami Mistabra, it makes sense what you're saying, the Rav Krib Yehudis Firulei. The Rav holds like Shittus of Yehuda. The Homer Rav, how do you know that Rav holds like Krib Yehuda? Rav says, Manich in there, I'll grab a deck of Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, you're allowed to put a ne'er lamp on top of a tree. Right, a lit lamp on top of a tree, and it should stay there lit, Shabbos. And then we're not choshesh that a person will remove that lamp after it goes out, and when removing it, you bring mishtamish be'ilon, right? There's an isa, there's a gzera durabonon for a person to use mishtamish be'ilon, and therefore, for example, if there's something uh, hanging on a tree, you're not allowed to remove it on Shabbos, because it'd be mishtamish be'ilon, there's a gzera mishum kaitza, maybe you're going to come to detach a leaf or a fruit from the tree. And the Vatsasa, the famous mice of the stipend in Siberia, right, when he was sat there an entire night freezing cold, and they asked him once, Pshat, you had a coat, it's on the tree, why don't you just get it and, you know, at least have some warmth? He said, no, because it's on the tree and it's Shabbos today. And if it was Moise Nefesh, not to get that coat and be over in the and rather be freezing all of night. Ah, that was the axiom of Suez Nefesh in those days. Al Kaponim, that Rav said you're allowed to put this now onto the decal, onto the tree, and let it lie on Shabbos. We're not worried the person will take it off after it extinguishes. Right? Because once the nair is mukta for Benish Moshes, because it was late when Shabbos came in, it's mukta for the Gantu Shabbos. The Eimanich and Nair got be decal beyond Oh, but on Yontif you're not allowed to do it. Even on Erev Yontif to put it there and let it light during Yontif because there's a chashash that since on Yontif you're allowed to take the nair, <coughs> you're allowed to take a candle. We're worried that you may come to take it on Yontif and you'll be Mishtamish be Elon. <coughs> says to come on. Okay, now let's figure out where we're coming from. If we're saying, like we said a moment ago, that Rav holds like Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that something is Muksa at the beginning of Shabbos, is Muksa for the Gansa Shabbos, that's why there is a difference between Shabbos and Yontov. Because on Shabbos, it's also to be Mishtamish with the Nair, the Gansa Shabbos, even after it went out, and therefore we don't want a person to come to Mishtamish to eat on. That's why he allowed a person, that's why uh, Rav allowed a person to light it on Erev Shabbos on the Dekel, because he's never going to come to use it, because we know that once Shabbos came in, it's also the Gansa Shabbos. And on Yontov, he allowed a person to mishtamish the ne'er when it's mutter to it then there is taqra chashash for a person to come do it and to come to mishtamish the ne'er that's what Rav said it's asa to do it in that case so that works out very beautiful if you hold that Rav holds really like Rav Shimon and Rav Shimon holds that even if it was mukta when Shabbos came in after it goes out it's no longer mukta because he does not hold of the sugya of hukta hukta Shabbos so mali ben Shabbos mali yontav what's the difference in Shabbos and yontav what's the difference at the end of the day even Shabbos you may come to Mishtamish the Elon. So it should be Asa to put it into the Nair, in, onto that tree on, 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 on Erev Shabbos. Because according to Bishimon, you're allowed to use the Nair, and therefore you'll come to Mishtamish the Elon. So why is there a difference? Says the Gemara. Rav, Rav, Kribudus, really? Oh, really? You're telling me now, according to your Cheshman, according to your calculation, Rav holds like Rav Yehuda. Vaboy menei Rav, Rav adekasha, ma'alut taltulei shroga de chanukusa mikamei chavrei de shabsa. Very interesting question. Are you allowed to metaltal the nechanukah that you lit in the chatzah, in the courtyards, which is what they used to light it, after it went out, 
because we don't want these chaburim, these chaverim, whatever you pronounce it, these people, this, this, this is an um, there's a nation, if you look at Rashi, Rashi explains exactly what's going on over here, they made exera that you're not allowed to light Neiris Hanukkah, and some explain the pshat is, they're not allowed to light any candles except for a base of Zora. And therefore, people were worried about these things. So I want to make sure that I take them away. I'm allowed to do that. It's interesting. Just Agav, by the way, is a mudik, some soif of here. Like some sort of points out that what the Gemara is trying to do is trying to show that Rav holds like Reb Shimon um, seems to prove to totally the opposite that Rav really holds like Rabbi Yehuda because if Rav really agreed with Rabbi Shimon then it would mean that Rav always allowed carrying a burned out candle on Shabbos and, and therefore why is he asking oh a burned out meaning an extinguished Hanukkah neighbors, obviously has the same aloha why would the Gemara think this is a raya that Rav holds with Shimon comes on the Chassan Soifa says the Kasha that Rav was asking over here was nothing to do with Mukta. No. Where, says the Chassam Soifa, they were asking whether you're allowed to carry the candle less than Dalad Amas in the Rishos Rabim because of these Chavri, because of these people that, you know, made a Takona, made a Xera that you're not allowed to carry, you're not allowed to have candles in those things. And the Gemara brings from there, from the fact that Rav was asked the Shaila and wasn't asked about candles being Mutza, must be held, there's no problem with Mutza. But anyway, that's the Chassam Soifa's, you know, Poshet Chiddush in the Sugi over here. But I can put him in the regular case. That's the Kasha. The Kasha Kundarashi is that these people that hold you're not allowed to let the candles there and therefore once it's gone out I'm allowed to move it on Shabbos. And Rav who was posed the question answered Shapidomi it's Muta. So you see Rav obviously holds there's no din of Mukta after the candle goes out. So how could you tell me that Rav holds a grip Yehuda? No. It's not true. Says the Morashat Chakshayni. Oh, don't bring me a riot from there. That was a Sakona. That Kalyus saw in a Sakona if they lit candles and they were showing that they were lighting candles, either Hanukkah candles, even not in the base of Oedazor, whatever two reasons of Rashi you go with. That was a Shasat Sakona. But Shaloi B'Shasat Sakona, if it wasn't the situation of a Shasat Chak, then of course he held like Rabbi Yehuda that once Shabbos came in, it was Mukta because it was lit. It remains Mukta the Gantah Shabbos even after it was extinguished. What's the who Clearly, it said, yeah, Rib Shimon is enough to be Soimichon Meshazad Chak, which means, Meshazad Chak, Meshazad that what? That even if the candle was lit when Shabbos came in, and therefore it was Mukta when Shabbos came in, once it goes out, it's no longer Mukta, Meshazad Chak, but really, really holds of Rabbi Yehuda that it is Mukta, the Gantz of Shabbos. This is what boy says, one of the Ikas Sugis of to understand the Chilip between Rabbi Yehuda and Shimon. When is there Mukta? When is there a of Mokta, is there Mokta, is there not Mokta, when does it apply Mokta, when does Rav Shimon hold of his Mokta, because Rav Shimon is very, very makal on Mokta, and what is the situation, so, so you took these uh, kernels of wheat, and you sowed them, you planted them into the ground, but as Rashi points out very, very clearly, they haven't taken root, because obviously if you're taking roots as the ritva, then when you take them out, they're over on toilish, because you're, you're, you're detaching something, and that's obviously also toilish, kudza, whatever it is. But I can point talking about seeds that have not yet taken root within three days. And you got an egg that was placed under the chicken in order, obviously, for the uh, chicken to, to, to hatch those eggs. Mount. Are you allowed to establish those things on Shabbos? What's the Shaila? When does Rib Shimon not hold of Mukta, which we say in most, most cases, that's when if you didn't do a Misa of 
pushing it away, doing something to show that I'm no longer interested in this item. Maybe that's when he holds of no mokta. When you didn't do a maizah of dachi b'dayim. But heicha the dachi b'dayim, but when you do a maizah of dachi b'dayim, for example, you take the seed and you put it on the ground, duh, isn't that obvious? I'm not going to use it anymore. I don't want it anymore. If you put the egg under the chicken, that shows I don't want the egg as it is right now. And if I did a maizah of dachi b'dayim, and therefore in this case, even with Shimon, isle mokta, holds a mokta. Adilma, do we say, no, nah, nah, there's not enough communion whether you did the Dachim Daim, you did not do Dachim Daim. Dachim Daim, again, understood to be when you push it away with your hand, I do a Maisa showing, I do not want it. The only situation of Muktzah is a situation when you have a Shemen, you have oil in the net, when it's lit, that is a mice for Muktzah Kondrabshim. That's the only case of Muktzah Kondrabshim. Hoyl, or Huktzah Lemetzvasai, Huktzah Leisurai. There are two reasons over here. As the Rishonim explain, very important. In Rabshim, there are two Sibas to say that it's Muktzah. Number one, it was Huktzah for the Mitzvah. And number two, the Shemen is also because of Kiboy. I'm not allowed to take it, I'm not allowed to use it. And therefore, since I have two reasons, this is how Rashi explains that the Gemara understands right now, there are two ways to understand that the two ways that Rabbi Shimon holds that it's also Huktzah Mitzvah and Huktzah that I cannot use it because of an Isra of Shabbos. Whereas the wheat that I planted or, or the egg that I put under the chicken, true, I did a Docha be a dime. But according to Rabbi Shimon, it's not two reasons, and therefore it's water. Are you telling me that's not enough of a reason to say that according to Rabbi Shimon it will be mukta? Just hooked to the mitzvah, that, that's not mukta. If a sukkah had a beautiful schach, the itra bekromim, and there's all sorts of beautiful, um, nice cloths that are colored over there, decorating it. Bunches of grapes and Almonds and pomegranates, vegetables and such a boiling, yena, shmanim, salt, so all beautiful flowers and oils and all sorts of beautiful wines, all gvaldic things over there. Osalis, tapik mehem, you're not allowed to use those beautiful decorations, ad matzayant of achrain, until the end, because at the end of the day, when you put them on the sukkah, they hooked to the mitzvasai. Vem hisna layam, but if you made it tonight before yontov to use them, ha kolofi tonight, everything's going to tonight. So what do you see from here? That even something that's hooked to the mitzvah, that's set aside for a specific purpose of a mitzvah, is Mukta, as Rashi says out, don't tell me it's Mukta because it's is of stiras oil because it's attached and therefore taking it off is a problem. That's not true because then in Cholamoy there should be Mukta, says Rashi. Elamai, clearly from here, you see that if something's hooked to the mitzvah, it is Mukta. Almost like the Mishnah Brewer says something interesting, which most people don't know. Once a woman lit Shabbos candles, it's those Shabbos candles are now hooked to the mitzvah, and it's mukta. That means even if the husband who yet has not yet been a couple Shabbos, so for him he's allowed to touch mukta, is actually not allowed to touch those candles and move them. And as for Shasatzorik, the Mishnah Bura says, for Shaloi B'Shasatzorik, you're not allowed to move those candles, because they're hooked to the mitzvah. That's where this comes in. says, Oh my dear Rabbi Shimon, he, who told you this price is going to shit to shit to Rabbi Shimon? The Tanya Rabbi Chiba Yaisi, Kamei Rabbi Yechon, Ain't Noitlin Eitz Simenat Sukkah Biyantov. You're not allowed to take any of the wood to, that was made for the sukkah on Yontov, even if it fell, because of course when, you, when Yontov came in, it was Hukza, the mitzvah, and therefore you're not allowed to take it off also because of the Issa of Stiras oil, Elam and Somachla. 
You only know how to take that which is very, very close, and from the wood, from the schach of the wall. Because since the das on Erev Yontov was to take it, if you need it, then that's not really a problem of steer if you take it. Reb Shemen Mate, Reb Shemen allows you to take from the wood that fell on Yontov. Vishabin, both the Tanakama and Reb Shemen agree, Besukah Sachog Bechog. The sukkah that you made, the Shem Mitzvah Sukkah, Meaning, until now we're talking about for shade. Now we're talking about for the mitzvah of sukkah, shiasura. That's about the osa, the ganze yontav. Everyone agrees. Vim hisna alao, kolifitano, but if you made it tonight, then it's okay. What do you see from the brysa? That Reb Shimon holds that something that's hooked to le mitzvosoi, the hainu, the case of the schach and the wood for the sukkah, is osa. Not only hukta le isa, like the case of the candle, or anything similar. Hukta le mitzvah, says the man, no, that's not a raya. Says the Gemara, no, we're talking about things which are similar to shemen of the nair, oil in a lamp. It's also mukta because it's also also to take from it, because obviously taking from the oil is kiboy, and therefore it's Anything that's similar to oil in a candle, in a lamp, is going to be, according to Reb Shimon, included in mukta, Simply because it is hooked to the mitzvah, so it becomes hooked to the issa. Kozman, it is lit. Omer Rebbe, Omer Rebbe Yudah Mashmuel, ain muktzel Rebbe Shemin ella groigus v'tzimukim belavad. Quoting, this is again Rebbe Yudah Mashmuel saying pshat Rebbe Shemin. The Rebbe Shemin holds a muktzah. Which is basically that when you have dates and, 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 and grapes, you want to make raisins or something similar to that. As Rashi explains, we're talking about a situation when a person takes dates uh, or figs up to the roof in order to dry them and to turn them into dried figs. So he puts them on the roof. That means for the next, I don't know how long it takes, however long it takes, I don't want to see them. I don't want them. And therefore, I've, I've, I've set them aside as something else. Or, for example, as Rashi says, I take grapes and I wanted to turn them into raisins. So for this sort of time, it's not royal. As they start going and getting drier and shriveling up and everything, so it's not royal. All of these things, I said, negate to many situations that Rib Shimon would hold, that if something is not royal, I put something in, I make pickles, for example, and I put the cucumbers in the, you know, in the juice with the garlic and the chvice, all the peppers and the spices, and I don't know how you make these things. So obviously for that time, it will even contribute Shimon would not be Roy, and therefore it's I did something, and therefore it's Mukta. Or Midyachwin Eloi. But everything else, according to Shimon, is not Mukta. There's no Mukta apart from Gregor's for Tzmukim that you put onto the roof. A person's eating to eat him for Hosein. He's got some leftovers. Then the guy glasses and Gregor and he puts them on the roof in order to make them dried out. But on him, he's eating. But not him. Sorry, he's eating grapes for Hosein. He's got leftovers. Then the guy he puts them on the roof. Glasses. Man, so we can make raisins. You're not allowed to eat them until they are ready. Until in others you say on Erev Shabbos, oh, I want to eat those grapes upstairs. Right, carobs and all sorts of things. Or Shabbat and pears and all sorts of fruits. The same thing as well. Once you put them up there, unless you said on Erev Shabbos, I want to use them, they are they're out of reach, out of knowledge, and therefore also. Mani, who's this? If you can tell me it's Rebuda, in a situation where you did not do any myself pushing them away. Rabbi Yehuda holds of Mukta. Of course, when you pushed it away and you showed you don't want it, of course, Rabbi Yehuda holds of Mukta. And Allah, Rabbi Shimon, he really it's Rabbi Shimon. And since it's Mukta, 
you see from here that any Paris, any Paris, what, what do you tell me before? Only Gregus and Simukim. Any Paris, the same thing. As long as you did that with the Mukta. Says Mala Oilam Rebuda. Not really, the Braises, Rebuda. For Oichelit Srikele. It was coming to the Sahidish of Mukta. Even if you started eating them, Salkadai to Kamina, I would have thought. Came with the Ochlev Ozel. Since I started eating, Loyal Bias Mona, I don't need that Mona every Shabbos to prepare them. Kamashulon came in the Nagag. But the Maisa, since you put them on the roof, Asukhas Kadai to Mene, I was Messiah Das for me. Therefore, they are mokta. Boy, my name is Shimon Bar Rebbe Mi Rebbe. Let's turn the page. Rem Hey on my base. Patsile tomorrow. You've got these types of tomorrow that basically never get ripe on the tree. This doesn't happen. You take them and you put them in some kind of basket and you use them for, you know, and you make the. Uh, eventually, they get ripe in there. Rebbe Shimon Mao. What's the din? Are you allowed to eat those before they became ripe or are they mokta like? Like anything that's unripe. Anything else. So according to Shimon, if you have an avocado or a banana in your house, that's not fit for eating. It's not going to be mukta because you never did a maisa biyadayim. Whereas we hold la maisa, that calls man, it's not edible. It is mukta because it is not right at that stage. Anyway, weiter. For Rebbe, let's say mukta. Are you telling me that Rebbe doesn't hold of Mukta? And others for the fact that Rebbe, Reb Shimon, but Rebbe asked his father, what's the din according to Reb Shimon? Explains Rashi, the Gemara understood that he heard from his father that Allah is like Reb Shimon. So again, the Rebbe, Leste Mukta, he doesn't hold of Mukta, meaning Reb Shimon. You're not allowed to feed or shecht these animals that come from the Midbar, right, from the wilderness, they live over there, they live out of the regular settlement, because again, I never had Das to think about it before, Yontuf, and therefore I'm not allowed to do so, we're talking about Yontuf obviously, because Shechit on Yontuf is Muta, so we're talking about before Yontuf, I never thought about them, therefore I can't shech them, and therefore the Mukta, but you're allowed to shech or wood or, or give to drink the uh, homegrown, the domestic ones that live in the houses. That's fine. But Tanya, Elo, hey Midbaris, what are the Midbaris? Culture Yotzes by Pesach, they leave, they leave the city by Pesach, and they come in by Cheshvan. Baisus, culture Yotzes, Veroz, Chutzatrum, Veroz, 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 Rabbi Oyme Elu Elu Bazan, he holds that both of them are called domestic, the household animals. I'll tell you what Midbar is. Kosher Royal is Ba'afar. They go with, they, they, they graze in the, uh, outside the city. They don't come into the summer or the winter. So you see that Rabbi holds that these behemoths are Mukta. Not like Rib Shimon. Says the Gemara, No. It's like Gregor Simukhan. They put on the roof. Therefore, even a country of Shimon, they are Mukta. Because you're I push them away. According to me, I There's no muktzah b'chalal, and therefore I've got no problem b'chalal. There's no muktzah with these animals. But lidi but you guys, oidelumis, at least be masking to me that you hold the wisdom muktzah. The heichad the yotzer the pesach and rasim ravi the baisus nenu. Those ones are household ones, and they're muktzah. Rabbanon omelei loy. I don't agree with baris nenu. Right, they said the Allah is like Rib Shimon. Fat the Gemara, me and Rabbi Yechonon. Did he really say the Allah is like Rib Shimon? But by me now, who saw a Karuva Amalei through different places? Rabbi Yechonon, Kina Shotanu Goynes. Right, you got this can, this nest 
of chickens. What's it made for? It's made for chickens. So chickens are moksa. So obviously the pen, the, the, the lul, is also considered to be moksa. What's the shayla exactly over here? Uh, you know, I, I hold the rebuta, not Reb Shimon. says, There is on Shabbos there a dead Ephraim, a chick, and therefore the, the basket, the whole can, the whole nest became a basis of the and even according to Shemini's maskim in a basis. Then he holds that according to him that he holds that Rabbi Yosem Mishmei Derava that Rabbi Shimon also held even Balachim Shemais Shehim Mutorim you're allowed to feed them to the dogs they're not Mukta Michael and Meimah what are you going to say now why exactly do Rabbi Yosem and Paschal has also to metaltal the nest that has an Ephraim that's dead that's where Leklavim according to Rabbi Shimon well, you could use it. Says Mark my Skinner, but the Iste baits up. Thomas is an egg that was born on Shabbos Kodesh, and therefore it's also also because of Noilad, and therefore even Reb Shimon is masking to Noilad. That is a vada osa. Says the Mark of Amar of Nachman, man the Iste Mukta, Iste Noilad. The Lesle Mukta, Lesle Mukta. If you hold a Mukta, then you hold a Noilad. If you don't hold a Mukta, like Reb Shimon, then you do not hold a Noilad. So therefore, even if the egg was born on Shabbos, Mabaya, the Iste baits is a Freyach. There's a baits within a Freyach that's not Roda Odom, and therefore since the their Freyach never came out into the into the world, it's not Royal Achilles Klovim yet, because it's still around the shell, and therefore Rabbi Shimon holds its Mukta Vaita. No, as they said, right, that that way, Velelus Rule, but Revirchanon himself does not hold the Alok's Reb Shimon, he holds, like Reb Yitzhak said, Bishmoi, Bishem Revirchanon Alokha is like Reb Yudah, Omalea, Bayel, Reb Yosef, Adler, Tisra, Reb Yerchanon, Reb Yudah, really? You don't hold the Reb Yerchanon, hold the Alokha's like Reb Yudah? What's going on? Ha Rebbe Abba, Rebbe Asi, Iklul, Bey Rav Abba, Demin Chaifa, Venafom, Narta, Al Glimen, and Menorah fell on the gleam on the cloak to Reb Asi, Veloy Totala, Reb Asi, never touched it. He didn't move it, Bechlal. As the Ritzvah explains, so what did he do? He shook the gleamer that the, that the, that the menorah will fall by itself. My timer. Now, Mishan Rabbi Yassi, Tamidid Rabbi Yechonon, must be Rabbi Yassi, the Talmud Rabbi Yechonon, but Rabbi Yechonon, and Rabbi Yudah is Virele. And you're thinking, how's it Rabbi Yudah? De is lei mukta. You bring me a raya from a menorah. Menorah is shiny. A menorah is totally different. As a, a din of mukta, even a kolon drop shemen. The Amr of Achabach and the Amr of Asi. How rubbish lockish b'tzida menorah had nitolas b'yada achas menorah. That's very very light. That's taken with one hand. Mutol l'taltula. You're allowed to put taltula on Shabbos. But b'shteyod if it's so heavy that it's taken with two hands. Also l'taltula. You're not allowed to put on Shabbos. Onu ein lanu ella bener kerebi shemen. We have a, we hold like an old mare that was used with like Rib Shimon that's got no dinner mukta. Ava menorah bein nitla biyadai achas bein nitla b'shteyadav aser the title of a time of mine was the reason. Rabbi Vesu Domin Trevayo Hoyov Adam Kaveil Loi Makoim since you Kaveil Loi Makoim and that's a separate separate dinner mukta. Once you Kaveil Makoim it's got a dinner mukta according to everyone and that's why our person was missing a das because you Kaveil Makoim that's the reason why I hold it's mukta.